This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Well, uh, we're in a, the studio now. We record in the same studio as Boomer and Geom. Yeah. And uh, we record right after their show. And uh, someone who was not feeling well today. Not me. Farted before leaving for the day. And, well, they were nice enough to spray Lysol, I suppose, yeah, it's, afterwards. It's fine in here. But it got me thinking, like, I am not a fart in front of people person. I would never fart in here when you, if I knew somebody else was right. coming in here, I don't even like to in the bathroom here at work. You know, sometimes you go in and you're at the urinal. And someone's in the stall. Well, no, I'm saying, let's say you're the only one. Okay. In the bathroom at yeah. the moment, you go into the bathroom. We have two stalls, two urinals. You're the only one there. You're at the urinal, and if you have to pass gas, you would. But I'm always thinking about the person coming in. After you? Or while I'm still peeing. And now they know I'm the sure. person. And I'm embarrassed by that. There was a time when we were at uh, Boomer's Foundation golf event. And the show ended at 10. And I was playing. And we were teeing off at 10.20. Shotgun start. So as soon as the show ended, Boomer's like, go out to the range. Why don't you hit some balls? And I think you're starting on four. Wonderful. So everyone had pretty much departed the driving range already because they were kind of starting to scatter. And it was a member of the radio station who will remain nameless because, quite frankly, no one will know who it is anyway. I will just say it was a former GM. I'll leave it there. Wow. Who was playing in the event as well. And so I went out about 30 steps behind him. He had no idea I was behind him. And as he's walking up the sidewalk to go to the driving range, not only was he letting it go, he was shaking his leg. Oh, my gosh. To where he clearly had no idea I was behind him. He gets up on the range, and I'm, again, about 30 steps behind him. And as he puts his clubs on the little club holder, he saw me and turned pale. <laughs> He's like, oh, damn. You should have looked over your shoulder before you started farting. So funny. It's an image I'll never forget. So funny. Yes, and disgusting, disgusting. at the same time. That is disgusting, Jerry. Yeah. By the way, um, this is uh, this is the last... Post game podcast we'll do together for the year. Yeah, right. Well, we got our show tomorrow. We got our show. We'll do with a warm up tomorrow, and I don't know if you'll do post game podcasts next week. I don't know. Okay, but anyway, I just want to say we've completed our 
this will be completing our ninth year. Damn. Do you That's think, a lot of shows, man. Do you think we're one of the longest-running podcasts? How could we not be? I mean, I can't think of, like, I mean, there are some huge podcasts that have been around a long time. Yes. Um, Mark Marin, I know, has been around a long time. Okay. But I would bet. Like when did podcasts begin? For real? Uh, well, like, when did the big ones begin? I'm not sure. I know that our company came came to us in uh, in 2014 and said, we want to start podcasts in January or February of 2015. Okay. Do you have any ideas? And, and that's when we jumped on it. I know there were podcasts prior to that for sure. Yeah. And I know there were some, what there weren't were was everybody having a podcast. For sure. And then even in that time, a lot of shows start and drop off. Mm-hmm. Al's Boring Podcast, for example, Jerry. Sure. That just stopped. Yeah. I stopped it with the interviews, then I started doing it with my friend Paul, and then I stopped that one. Mm-hmm. So for going on night, so it means we'll be beginning our 10th year. That is scary. Doing podcasts. That is crazy. Yeah. And I know for, uh, for whatever reason, there have been a couple of people that reached out to me that have started going through listening to the old ones. Yeah. Uh, just to see the difference. And they say it's, I've done it. it's stunning. Yeah, I agree. It's not even close to the same thing. I can't imagine. What could it be? terrible <laughs> oh he made it jerry i mean honestly i've done that yeah not in a while a couple of years ago i did that and i went and watched i went and listened to the first couple and it was really trying hard to get what it started as to talk about the things you put on the show sheet that craig and boomer never discussed and it was not good yeah and it's evolved it has evolved it has evolved hmm. it's just like life it is exactly, Jerry. It's like life, but because it's done every day, it's a gradual. Correct. You know. Yeah, like if you listen to the first one to today, it's nothing like the same podcast. But if you listen to the whole thing, you can see how it got where it is. Yeah, like there wasn't one day where it was like, "Hey, they figured it out." Right. Well, it's also like one day you were seven years old. Yes. And today you're fifty-four. You look a lot different from then to now. Yeah. But you didn't as it went. Right as it went. That's why it's always difficult to tell, like, uh, somebody who's close to you or yourself when they when uh, they go, oh, I can't believe you didn't notice I lost all this weight. Right. You well, see them every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like you showed up one day down 50 pounds. Correct. You lost a couple ounces a day every day, and I noticed the difference. That's right. But if you saw pictures side by side, wow, how about that? I would love to go back. I wish there were – I wish I took a picture of my – head and face every single day. I want to see gradually how I turned and bald. Been, people have done that. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, you eventually decided to just shave it at one point. Yeah. So you kind of ended it prematurely. Had you otherwise let it go, you'd still be growing some hair. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thinner and thinner every day. But It's funny. The, the, the baldness pattern is the same on me, mm-hmm. Sal, right. Tierney, okay. and Craig Carton. Like we have the same exact, would have the classic uncle. W- yeah, the uncles. <laughs> I had an Creepy uncle. Uncle haircut. I had an uncle that had that hair where yeah. you had to, like the George Costanza. Yeah, right. It's really what it is. Right. That is just a look that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-mm. No guys shave it now. If you see a guy with a George Costanza haircut, their hair is definitely gray or white. There okay. are no guys with black hair or blonde hair that's doing that. That's 
pulling that move off. That's probably true. Because it's such a weird look now. My hair's thinning out so much on top now. When I go get my hair cut, he didn't even touch it anymore. <laughs> that's it's always funny. It's basically clean up around and yeah. shave everything. But, like, the top is just a couple of, like, that's it. Yeah. ain't got much up here anymore. Like, awesome. And if I grew up and was this age probably 30 years ago, yeah, I would have that uncle haircut. Yeah, because it wasn't. I mean, you just guys didn't go bald. Yeah. They they tried to save it and held on as long as they could. We held on to anything we had. Very true. The so, comb over was big. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tom Thibodeau was still trying to hold on. <laughs> He's got the comb over. The Knicks head coach. That's crazy. Yeah. Combing over seven strands of hair to try yeah. to look like a full head. <laughs> why would he do that? I don't know. That's why it's even odd seeing Jason Alexander, the guy who played George on Seinfeld, seeing him now with that George haircut. Yeah. It's just a weird look now. Yeah, it's still his look, though. It is his look. It is, you know, I mean, that's the one thing, while it looked weird, it also still looks like him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I would like to just see, because I know at the age of 27 is the day I felt that raindrop hit right. my head. And that's half your life now. Yeah, so I'd oh like God. to see tw- that. 27. That ended the first half of your life. Yeah. Now you just ended your second half of your life. Right. You're now on to your third half. I'm on the third. Your your third third. You giving me quadrants like to a hundred? Well, if twenty seven was half your life because you're fifty four. Oh, okay. So now you're. So at, another twenty seven would be eighty. Eighty one. Eighty one. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah, I would say so. Let's just hope it doesn't go as quick as the last twenty seven. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's I, weird. I know. So, What's like the girlfriend is- I had at twenty seven, that was a half a lifetime ago. Yes, and you talked about not like dating older women. So what was she? Fourteen? No, that was actually <laughs> kidding. Believe kidding. it or not, Jerry, when I was twenty-seven, that was the first time I ever dated somebody my age. Oh, okay. Was she the girl that you got? In, you were gonna get engaged to? No. Oh, okay. She was the girl who probably uh, I only dated her for a year, but probably seven months in, I re- I know exactly where I was, Jerry. We were walking around the along the waterfront. Oh, in Tampa. Yeah, when she yeah. asked me how much money I made. Yes. A year. And I told her 19.5. And she looked stunned. You were going out with her for that long and she didn't know? Yeah. Wow. That's hard to hide. It is hard to hide. You can't do anything on that kind of money. But I felt like I was able to do stuff. That's the weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. I guess just a simpler life by yourself, young, you didn't have any bills. Yeah. It is amazing. If you don't have, if you don't have bills, it's incredible how much money can stretch. Yeah, that's why I think like when you retire, the goal is to have your house paid off. Sure. Because I think then your money does go a decently long way. It certainly can. It I can. actually did a Social Security review yesterday. It's funny you say that. Online? Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, if I don't, now I got to get there. But if I don't start collecting till I'm 70, like $5,000 a month. Yeah. Now, I know that's still 20 years away and $5,000 a month might not be much money. But that's if my bills are paid, they also still keep scaring us that Social Security is going to be that for forty years gone. Right? They'll keep printing money and they'll be paying us. Stop it! Yeah, they always. Here's what I think: Whenever they say Social Security is going to be gone by the time you're sixty something, how about let's tell young people now, give them the heads up: You're not going to get Social Security. Any of the rest of us who've been kind of thinking we were, we get it. Well, we pay. We've been paying into it. We've been paying into it. But that is our money. Yeah. Well, they should have put that in its own little um, fund. But that's where they rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. 
and that's why they're short and that's why they have to keep going into debt and debt and debt which at the end of the day what difference does it make really what up y'all it's your boy danny green three-time nba champ you either rooted for me or rooted against me join myself and my co-host harrison sanford on the inside the green room podcast it's a podcast that brings you never before told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the nba right now whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops this podcast brings you the game like never before follow inside the green room on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts yeah, I don't care if you're in debt. If right. the, you know the country's in debt, just direct deposit my cash. <laughs> right. At some point, I'm going to die, and they'll still be in debt. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. And none of it will matter. None of it's going to matter to me. And we might not even get to seventy. Right. Think about that. All the people that have died prematurely. Like, where does that money go? Yes. Now I don't know. Does that get passed on to the spouse or family members, or is it just? No, I, I don't think. I actually don't think it does. I don't know. Like Ralph Sorella from the Howard Stern show passed away. He was oh, 58. He wasn't hard. collecting anything. Right. He's so not married. All the money he no paid kids. into for probably Where's 40 that going? years, the government just keeps, I guess. I guess so. Hmm. I wonder, do you get, like, let's say um, a married couple. Yeah. They're each pulling from Social Security. Sure. So if the man then dies, does the wife still get the husband? That's what I was asking. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. If the spouse gets... I bet Some, you you do, because otherwise, you're going to tell an 80 year old woman. Oh, by the way, your salary's just been cut in half. I don't your know. money that you're taking in. Uh, it wouldn't shock me. I don't know. That's why then you got to keep them alive, dead in the house, so ah. you keep collecting their social you security can't, checks. You can't do that. <laughs> no, he's still doing great. That's illegal. <laughs> no weekend at Bernie's. Dude. It smells a bit in here, but Come he's on. still doing pretty well. Speaking of death, this is what I saw in the paper this morning. Oh, this is what you wanted to share with me. Yeah. There is an app, an AI app, that they are claiming can predict when you will pass with 82% accuracy. Hmm. I would love to know how many people have put that app on their phone and found out. I wonder how they determine. Like, what's it What's it going through? Your age I think now? It goes through everything. The way, um, I believe the... Some of the items that it looks into is your income, where you live, family life. I don't know how they would test this, but stress level may be based on all these factors. Yeah. Maybe um, if you maybe you have to punch in a, some of this I'm information. Sure you do. I don't think it's just an eye scan and they yeah. tell you. Like your uh, your BMI, the body Everything. mass index. Were, yes. A family history. History of heart problems in the medication family. Medication you take. Yeah. And so according to the article, it's come out with 82%. It says it's 80 But would then you, again, how old is this app and how would it really know? Like, what is that based on? Right. So w- knowing all of this, would you do it? No. See, I, I think I know. would because I don't think it. I don't, I, you don't I, believe it. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting to do for some reason. And yet I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't even want the number. I because in my head, a hundred. Oh man, me too. And I know that's, that's what I'm not thinking. Likely, you got to go for a hundred. But I, that's my goal. I want to get to a hundred. So, like in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm turning fifty. <laughs> Barely halfway there. That right. Is, that doesn't sound so bad. That doesn't. You tell me seventy-one, I start to freak out a little bit. Right. Like you tell me right now, I got forty-six more years on the planet. That doesn't sound. I'm like, awful. wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of time that's to right. do stuff. You might even work for another twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not, Jerry. <laughs> Although I might run out of money then, and when I'm at 95, I'm gonna have to go get a job at Walgreens. Well, if you retire at 62 and start collecting Social Security, you ain't gonna get as much as I'm gonna get. That's true. <laughs> hmm, that's a good point, Jerry. Yeah. 
Um, it's also, I wanted to give people ideas, Jerry, because right now, by the way, all those packages I was worried about not getting, I got okay. from, for Christmas. Oh, good. Which I was so happy with yesterday. Yeah. They, they all came. But I think we're at the point now, even if you get something on Amazon, I no, don't know it's if it's... Late. It's too late. It's the 21st. So what are some good last-minute gifts for people? Gift cards from Walgreens. <laughs> Gift cards is a good one. Yeah. I mean, going to the store. Going to the store. Um, I feel like alcohol is a big one for people. Although, yeah. if you have uh, somebody who doesn't drink, and you're in, then you're in trouble. Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy. Flowers for a girl. Oh, flowers is a good one. Aunt, yeah, if your sister, your aunt, something like that's that. That's a good one. Drink. Yeah, that's always... But I, working at the liquor store, this was always... My favorite week because the store was alive. Yeah. Like from opening to closing, there were people there. We were constantly making gift baskets. Like I, we had fun with the whole, and of course no one ever did anything with it, but the gift basket is a huge gift because it's just, if you put together a nice one, we used to do at the liquor store was we would take a fee to put the basket together. As long as you bought the stuff there, we would give you a three bottle, a two bottle, a three bottle, and a four bottle basket. Oh, so they, the baskets weren't made in the and then no. the aisles and people. You would just go, "I'd love these three bottles. Let's Correct. make a nice basket out of this." And I think like the twenty second was like the last day to put an order in because then we would be working for like hours putting these together. But as long as you bought the bottles in the store, so someone would put together literally their own basket for someone, and we had the baskets and the little straw, and then someone would get like you know like a liter of Jack Daniels would be in the middle. And then maybe they would have, they'd put a bottle of tonic on there. I'm just, whatever, throwing yeah. that or club soda on the right side. And then maybe, like, if they were into this, they would get, like, $50 worth of a lottery tickets, instant scratch. And we would make these baskets for them. And our charge was, like, $7 or $8 to make the basket. And the amount of baskets we made was insane. And people loved it. You know, it's easy. Yeah, that's a that's a good gift for drinkers. Yes. Also, some of the companies... They'll have those uh, gift sets around Christmas, right? Yeah, sure. You got like a Jack Daniels. Drambuie was a big one. Yeah, Drambuie, yeah. They always had good ones. Yeah. I remember Jack Daniels would have one. It would be the Jack Daniels and two glasses with Jack Daniels etched into the glasses. Oh, that's a good one. And some of them used to have uh, the old-fashioned bottles of Coke. Oh, that's cool. That was actually a really—we only had those a couple of years, but that was a really good seller. We didn't have the glasses. It was the Jack Daniels in the middle and two old-style bottles of Coke. That was a cool That's gift. a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. They uh they now make Coke with Jack Daniels in it. It's official Coca-Cola and official Jack Daniels. It's And you get in a liquor store? And you get in a liquor store, That's yeah. That's cool. I, I was never a Jack and Coke fan. Yeah. I never not my thing. Hmm. So that's a good one. The gift basket. Sometimes even the food stores will have like sort of food gift baskets. Yeah, it's gonna be some of this kind of hokey. I'm just saying if you're desperate. Hey, here's a salami. <laughs> Dried salami and some uh, cheese you never heard of. The dried salami or the dried meat stick that yeah. was fat, looked like a wiener. Like, whoever thought that was a good idea? I don't know. And yet they sell yeah. tons of them. They do sell tons of them. I don't know. Yeah, I was never that. What about this time of year, Jerry? It's very big, like a uh, year in review things. Do yeah. you like do you like year in reviews, or you think it's a cop out for like a magazine to do year in I review? Like, I actually do like it. Like I would like to do something next week with Lepresti about. Looking back on 2023, and I know some people think it's hokey. I don't. The sports year in review? Yeah, like you get, there's one week to do it. Like once you get to January 1st, that's it. It's over. 
But like I think leading into the new year, people are off. It's light. There's not a lot of hardcore news going on. The football teams suck. Like I think like next week, me and CeeLo are doing a few shows. I got one show with Joe next week. Um, I would like to do some semblance of a year in review. Not the whole show, but maybe one hour we take and we look back on 2023. The good, the bad, the ugly, and what it was like. I think that's fun. Do you think when you look back at stuff, you'll think, oh, that had to be three years ago and it really was this past year? Or do you think it'll be? Um, possibly. Well, I mean, I'll give you an example of, you know, CBS Sports Network ran the best of 2023 on the road with Boomer and Geo. Even like the football game for Aaron Van Trice, the kid at St. John Vianney, that, that feels like a couple years ago, and that was April. Yeah, I would have thought I would have thought was. that was the previous year. No, that was that was April or May of this year. Yeah, it's crazy to me that it was you know eight months ago and not a year and eight months ago. And then other things were from like we'll go oh we did this four years ago today. I'm like yeah. what? I know, and that feels like yesterday. Yeah, like when you do. Uh, if you ever look in like your Google photos and it'd be like yeah. uh, seven years ago today and it seems like something like that kind of just happened. Yeah. Tell me about it. Those are weird ones. Yeah. Well, but even Geo talking about how when he comes back, it's going to be year seven of Boomer and Geo. Wow. Like, holy crap. The start of year seven, right? Because 18, 19, 20, one, two, three. Yeah. He started January of 18. And I moved in November of 17 during all the chaos. And working for Craig, who was gone. Right. So it's just hard to believe. Like, six years is gone. That's 60% of Boomer and Carton. Right. For Right, because it was 10 years. Boomer's got to hang on to, for at least four more years. Then. I agree. You, you got to do 10 years, 10 years. One more contract. Yeah. I, I think he will. I think that that's a big number. I think he, I do think he'll do that. Like, why not? Why not? Fun. Yeah. Who knows? Then Boomer would really be going down as one of the all-time WFA and hosts. He'd have to be right up there with Mike and the Mad Dog. Yeah, right. Uh, how could he not be? And Imus. Yeah, I think, and I think there's a chance you can you surpass you surpass them because he's 07. If you said another four years, you get to 20. I'm trying to think. Imus was what? Imus was 88 to 07. Imus was like 19 years. I don't know if he got to 20. I'm yeah, I don't sure. think he did. So you would pass Imus. Mike and the Mad Dog was right around 20. So he's got to hold on for six years. Yeah, he's got to do six. <laughs> yes. Got to do six more. Six more. All-time, all-timer at FAN. Well, he yeah. already is, but he can pass them guys. That'd and who would have cool. thought, like, we would be teammates longer with Boomer than his teammates? Yes. His uh, football teammates. Yeah. Right? Well, we've already surpassed that. Yeah. We're right because we're already past his NFL career. Not only that, it, with the NFL teams, guys come and go. You switch team. Boomer went Bengals yeah. to uh, Jets to Cardinals to Bengals. This has been very little turnover. Yeah, two hosts, technically two anchors. Carlin did it for what a year. One producer and technically two board ops because Lou Rafino was on it before Eddie for yeah. a few months. Yeah, that's. I had something I wanted to say. I forget what you just said that triggered the thought in my head about Lou Rafino, no, Eddie, Eddie, Carlin, the turnover. Oh, that was one of the things when I I had a job when I was offered this job. Yeah, I was working at K Rock, but it honestly was a, a bit of a mess over there. And I remember 
in in trying to think should I take this job here or not I remember thinking like the WFM is so such a stable place it ain't going anywhere right this K-Rock, Howard Stern left, uh, David Lee Roth, Opie and Anthony. The music kept changing. It was in shambles. Yeah. And I thought, well, let me go over there because at least that's like a stable radio station. And there were guys there and still are. You're all still here. You and Dove yeah. and Eddie. Just guys that worked here forever. Yeah. So that was like a factor for me to be like. It's great. When you think about how how much turnover in this business there is and how little there's been at least an hour time slot because you can certainly make the case middays has been a revolving door. Although Joe and Evan, a very long time, very long middays. time afternoons, Mike there a very long time, but he left, put a new show in, came back, left new show, Craig left new show. So there's been a lot of turnover recently in the afternoons nighttime. There's been turnover. The morning has been a state. When you look at, we're like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. I miss to Boomer. Honestly, there's been two main guys from 6 to 10 in this station's existence. Right. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, that's Coward of Tomlin. Yes. Right. That's why then if you're legitimately the Pittsburgh Steelers and they're, if they're thinking of moving on from Tomlin. Right. Like you've got to find a guy. That's going to be here for the next 15 years. Yeah. Because you don't want to fire him. Right. Because you don't want to make the wrong move because that's not what you do. Right. Exactly. You don't make those moves. Yep. Hmm. Well, here's hoping, Jerry. Fingers crossed for Mr. Boomer Esiason. Yes. And here's to another uh, nine years of this. Of this podcast? I figure even when you retire, you'll still do the podcast. Oh, definitely. I'll just do it from home, though. Yeah, we'll keep it going. Keep it going, Jerry. Right. Be raking in the big bucks by then. <laughs> the podcast, baby. Right. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up show. Let's come back here tomorrow. All right. We'll do cool, uh, games. cool games. And yeah. we've got Saturday games. We've got Sunday games. We've got Monday games this a week. a lot going on. And, Jerry, you and I will probably break down Ram Saints. Yeah, I'm not watching. <laughs> Although, I got to say this. Last week, when I came in here with uh, CeeLo or Peter Schwartz on Friday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or, or no, I'm sorry, Tuesday. Tuesday was Peter Schwartz. Tuesday, Peter Schwartz. I did not come in expecting to, to do a full segment on Seahawks-Eagles, and we did because how of how— It was a hell of an ending, though. Oh, it was a it was great a lot, ending. There was a lot there. There was a lot there. So sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. You're right. So—